Hello, my name is Adam Bean and welcome to Airhacks FM. Java One 2017. This year in completely different location. So a uh, year before, on the last years, it was always in four hotels in San Francisco. Right now it was in Moscone West, closer to the Oracle Open World. The location was great. So the Moscone West was really, really nice. Why? Because all the sessions took place in, on one level. So you didn't have to, to walk a, a lot between the sessions and it was a huge time saver. And um, yeah, it was a nice experience. What also happened this year was the keynote didn't took place on on Sunday rather than on Monday afternoons, which was uh, which is actually new. And the keynote was really interesting. So the last keynotes at Java One were not that exciting, but this one, uh, lots of new stuff was announced. So the keynote started with uh, with Intel slot. This was sponsored slot, but even the the Intel part was interesting. So what Intel announced was persistent collections for Java a GitHub project, and what it is, is you, you can use collections, but the state of the collection is the, is persistent. So it is stored on uh, Intel devices, not in RAM. So it, the collections will behave like a database, um, which um, which is really interesting for application design because then, you know, caching, for instance, is not that critical if you if you would like to achieve the performance that it was before because um, there, there will be less and less performance performance different between persistent RAM and volatile RAM. Also, the um, Vector API developer program was announced. Uh, so Intel worked really close with Oracle and the idea is that you can access the um, Vector API to execute SIMD um, instructions running on the GPU without evolving the JNI, Java Native Interface, which is uh, better for performance. So this is the, the big deal here. Then Eclipse Enterprise 4J for Java project was announced. And this is the open sourcing of the full Java EE 8 plus specs. So not Java EE 8 rather than Java EE 9, starting with Java EE 9. And uh, the big deal is all the TCKs are going to be open sourced as well, which is not the case. So it will open uh, the possibilities for new application server vendors, because if you if this TCK is open source, everyone can provide their, their implementation, which, uh, yeah, which hopefully result in, in in more application server implementations. Um, also, the specs, so the JCP specs are going to be open sourced in the longer term. The only problem is, of course, uh, the copyright issues. So they have to be resolved somehow, but um, Oracle seems to be fully committed to open source uh, Java e to the Eclipse EE4J project. I was not very happy with the name first, but because I had no idea why you know why you need Eclipse in the name and why the four? But it turns out the four is absolutely required for legal reasons, and all Eclipse projects have to have to have the name Eclipse in it. Then it's absolute pragmatic choice to call it EE4J. And by the way, the Twitter handler is Eclipse EE4J. What's also interesting, there is an analyst company called uh, called Redmonk, and uh, the um, the James Governor from Redmonk had some stage time. And his his uh, explanation was really interesting. He was yeah, I wouldn't say enthusiastic, but positive positive in in the direction Oracle is going with Java developers and open source. And what he mentioned is that uh, yeah, uh, Java it happened more in the last three weeks than the last um, ten years. Yeah, in the last decade, this is what he said. And what's interesting is that James Governor already participated in Community One in 2007, and even in 2008, on the, the Sun, they got a full day, which was uh, an unconference day, which was uh, which was managed and sponsored by 
by Redmonk. So this was like, you know, I remember just the old uh, Sun days. This was actually, the keynote had similar spirit as the Java one at Sun and Sun days. Also, the first time we saw Mark Kavich on stage, and Mark is in charge of infrastructure and I guess even Java at Oracle. And the interesting part is uh, Mark was uh, previously at Joyent, and Joyent is the company behind Node.js, and now he switched to Oracle and uh, demonstrated the project FN project FN project for Oracle. So what FN project is? This is like serverless platform, um, and the idea behind is that you can run uh, straight Java functions. So it looks like you know like Java classes with functions which are directly addressable without main method, without implementing interface, just plain Java functions and, of course, other languages. The interesting part is um, you are deploying to the FN project service and then you can call the function via REST. So you, you are actually not depending on any libraries. There is no binary de dependency on, on any FN project specific stuff. What was also interesting, um, the FN project was open sourced uh, on stage, so they they hit you know make public uh, uh, the GitHub project on stage. So immediately after the keynote, you could clone the project and play with it, which I actually did. So if you're interested, go to my YouTube channel. This Bean Adam is the name of the channel, and you will find uh, that I um, uh, record a short, I think six minute video how to deploy a uh, a function to the to the FN project. Yeah, this was a uh, Markovich. So also there was a new you know excitement uh, in his uh, in in his part of, of the of the keynote, which which was um, really great. Then what we also got is Oracle mentioned several times that they invest significant amount of manpower to Kubernetes and they are try to integrate Java that they are looking for tighter integration between Java and Kubernetes. This is also a big deal because if we get nice integration between Kubernetes and Java, then we get probably a nice uh, metrics exposition, uh, faster startup time, and uh, the Java will run better in private and public clouds. Also, a part of the FN project is called FDK. So FDK is the uh, Functions Developer Kit. And this is actually what I play with. And this um, FDK is, the, is a possibility to to create and push a Java project, build it with a Ma with Maven, and push it immediately to the um, to the to the serverless service, and it comes also with uh, with a Flow API, which allows you to communicate with remote functions. This reminds me a bit um, to uh, RMI remote method invocation via, of course, uh, HTTP. Uh, or even Genie, Java Intelligent Network Infrastructure. That's what we had before. We could push functions, which were Java interfaces back then, and find them using registry. And right now we have something similar uh, using the FN service project, which uh, which is able to provide us routes, so you can create routes and find the deployed functions th this way. Also, not big news, but uh, uh, announced at, uh, at, uh, at, at the keynote is the new version uh, scheme in Java. So there will be no more Java 10 rather than starting with March 2018. The next version of Java is 18.3. And um, uh, the, the, the features are actually not set in stone rather than it's a so-called train release. It means every half year we get new Java version. And uh, what is done is done. It will be part of the release. So this is actually more exciting for Java developers because uh, now something happens, you know, every half half year. And uh, what will probably be a part of the March release is uh, quite significant. Um, it's called local variable type inference. So 
what you can do, you can now will be able to write uh, Java code which looks like the old JavaScript code. So you you could write var var customers equals new hash hash set, and what we get is we get uh, automatic type inference. So we don't we don't have to write you know the so var list is is okay, and as enough. And uh, all the small changes are part are part of the project Ember. So we'll, we'll be able to look up what actually happened then in Project Ember. Okay, now, even more significant, there were lots of excitement on Twitter and um, and post uh, Java 1. This OpenJDK and Oracle JDK are not going to be merged, rather than they are going to be binary identical. So Oracle plans to open source all the commercial parts of o Oracle JDK, also the Java mission control. So everything is going to be open source. Uh, which are exciting times because then you can just use OpenJDK in Docker and you, it will have the same behavior like uh, Oracle JDK without you know any fiddling with uh, with uh, licensing and uh, and scripting. So this will um, this will simplify the process. Also, at the Airhex TV is one of the recurring questions whether I'm using OpenJDK or Oracle JDK in my projects. So the answer to this question is. Less relevant in future because you can uh, use either way, either OpenJDK or Oracle JDK. And I guess you will be able to buy support if you're a larger company for Oracle JDK. So um, Java 1 was great. It was worth. I spent uh, the full day in sessions as a listener. So I also delivered uh, three sessions and participated in one panel. Um, the, my sessions were, one session was about heavyweight and lightweight. Uh, I, I actually, before Java 1, I get several questions like, why I'm using this because it's more lightweight and why I'm using this because it's more heavyweight and I had no idea what lightweight or heavyweight means. So the whole session, I tried to clarify that and I measured the whole time the performance overhead, the installation overhead of application servers, microprofiles, swarms, and even, even Hello World uh, Java. The next session was um, about uh, what what happens uh, when you when you take microservices seriously. How much code or or how how much you can simplify actually your design if you if you if you are working with uh, microservices. So this was also like code deletion session. And the last one was unusual. So um, I, I I hacked the whole time on stage JavaScript with CSS, fully relying on web standards, and I trying to to explain what happens. When you um, when you just uh, focus on standards uh, without usage uh, using any any framework, so like no migration, uh, no migration session. Um, yeah, uh, all the sessions are uh, on YouTube channel, but not the last one HTML5. Uh, this was not recorded. Everything else is on YouTube channel already on the conference playlist. Thank you for listening, and see you and hear you at airhacks.com, airhacks.io, and airhacks.tv. So thank you and bye.